Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Ticket Stub Podcast. We got a really short episode today. We don't got too much to talk about. Um, So if you're only an occasional listener, this might not be your episode to listen to. Um, Not too much exciting stuff. Like I said, we got some developing news about Tiger Woods, that car accident that he had a couple of weeks weeks ago, I believe. Um, We got some news about Deshaun Watson. Um... And what happened with him today as far as Nike. Uh, we got some talk about some more player NBA players. Or college hoopers, sorry. Uh, declaring for the NBA draft. Uh, hoping to get drafted. And some more developing news on the 49ers and Mac Jones. So, with all that being said. Let's get to today's sports hypothetical. And it is a good one. If I were to bump into you on the street, again, big shout out to my my sports guy or my fantasy guy on TikTok. Great guy. Um, definitely check out his channel. It's full of great sports stuff if you love sports. Um, yeah. Honestly, I think, never mind. That was pretty dumb. You, you like obviously like sports. I mean, you're listening to this podcast. So, yeah. If you didn't like sports and you're listening to this podcast, I, I don't really know what you're doing. I think you've clicked on the wrong ticket stub. Um, <laughs> so, with that being said, today's sports hypothetical. If I were to bump into you on the street, offer you $100 to block a penalty kick from Ronaldo, hit a pitch off Jacob deGrom, score a NBA bucket on LeBron James, or... Catch a 10-yard pass on Jalen Ramsey. Which one do you think that you would be able to do? Just to clear some stuff up, Ronaldo is in his prime. DeGrom can throw you any pitch. Braun is in, uh, LeBron is in his prime. And Tom Brady is your QB uh, for passing against Jalen Ramsey. My answer and my analysis right after this. All right, thank you very much, Anchor, for sponsoring today's episode. We love you guys. You are a great sponsor. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, my answer to the sports hypothetical. Okay, so honestly, I don't think I could do any of these. Um, Out of those four, scoring a bucket on LeBron is probably going to be one of the hardest. Uh, I think definitely hitting a pitch off DeGrom is the hardest. Um, although sc- blocking a penalty kick on Ronaldo is really hard too. So now I'm kind of changing my answer. I definitely think that if I were able to do it, I would be able to catch a 10-yard ball on Jalen Ramsey. Especially if Brady is my QB. Because you know, you know that Brady is going to put that ball exactly where it needs to go. Even if you have an elite cornerback like Jalen Ramsey guarding you, he is going to put that ball exactly where it needs to go. Sorry if you got a little bit of weird noise. I just moved my microphone more in front of my face. So now you should be able to hear me a little bit better. Um, yeah. So I don't think it is possible to hit a pitch off to Grom. Just an average Joe guy. Even though, you know, I've I have played baseball before. I don't think that I'll be able to hit a pitch off to Kron. It's just 
it's just something that doesn't happen. Um, in terms of difficulty, I think hitting a pitch off to Grom is definitely the hardest. Blocking a penalty kick from Ronaldo is gotta be second hardest. Um, scoring on LeBron probably not as hard, just because you know, even though he's got a size advantage, you know, miracles do happen. <laughs> um, you can just throw up a prayer, and you know, who knows, it goes in. Or maybe you, you get a little snatch back on LeBron. You do a killer crossover, you know, behind the back, snatch back. Woo! Yeah, that, that would never happen on LeBron. But um, I don't think that one's nearly as hard as blocking Ronaldo or hitting off the ground. So in that reason, I think that catching the 10-yard pass on Jalen Ramsey would be the easiest, in air quotes, the easiest. Um yeah okay it's obviously not easy but uh if i had to pick one it would definitely be that one just because yeah all right moving on from that one again we'll have the second sports hypothetical at the end of the episode um that one that one that at the end of the episode that's a good one too that one's gonna make you think a little bit um yeah so let's just get on with the episodes we get to the end. I, I don't want to tell you guys, you know, because it's just a really exciting one. All right. First things first, Damian Mitchell, Baylor stud, is going to enter the NBA draft this uh, this coming year. Um, that is big news. Damian Mitchell is definitely a very good prospect. He looks ama- He looked amazing in March Madness. Um, it's just... It's, it's good to see that, you know, I maybe I'm not sure where I'm going with this. I think he, I think he's going to have a good NBA career. Do right now. I mean, I haven't seen him at a combine or anything, but right now I don't think he's a top, top 10 pick. I mean, he might be, but I think Cade Cunningham is one of your best picks. Um, Obviously, Kate Cunningham. Um, but there is definitely a lot of people that definitely boosted their draft stock. Drew Teme, uh, Jalen Suggs, you know, everybody there at Gonzaga basically just boosted their draft stock, even though they lost. Same thing with Baylor. They just boosted their draft stock. Um, all right. Next thing is next. Uh, a news article briefed today that the 49ers will likely be taking Mac Jones at number three, which is bizarre, which is bizarre because we all thought it was going to be Trey Lance or, or, um, um, oh no, Justin Fields. We all thought it was going to be Trey Lance or Justin Fields, but taking Mac Jones at number three, this feels like a little bit of a reach. I personally don't think that Mac Jones is quite ready. Um, I I believe that he is a good quarterback, but I don't know that the 49ers are exactly planning very well. Um, you want it to be good. You want to be. You want to get back into business next year, obviously. What I think is going to happen is they were they were trying to get Darnold. By the way, um, it came out today that the the, the um, 
49ers were seriously trying to get Sam Darnold. Um, as a Seahawks fan, that would have been a blessing. Um, <laughs> Sam Darnold on the 49ers? Wow. Um, yeah, that's pick city right there. Although nobody on our team can, you know, force inter- force turnovers, so it wouldn't really, really matter. Anyway, we're getting off track here. I think what's going to happen is Jimmy Garoppolo will be starting most of the year, probably up to week nine. Um, the 49ers are blowing somebody out 49 to seven. Mac Jones comes in. Mac Jones does okay. Mac Jones is named starter. Kind of the thing that happened with Tua this year and uh, Fitzmagic. Um, you know, I, I think a similar situation will be happening with Mac Jones this year. Uh, I can pretty much tell you that I've locked in uh, Trevor Lawrence 1, Zach Wilson 2. I had Trey Lance at 3. Um, now they're saying Mac Jones is going to be pick number 3. That's kind of bizarre to me. Um, he came in as, what, a third-round prospect, and now it could be Justin Fields dropping down to pick 12 to 15, that kind of thing. Um, and if the Lions trade out, who knows what'll happen. Um, same thing with the Falcons. The Falcons trade out at pick number four, um, which if you listen to today's, yesterday's podcast, you would have known that they're trying to trade out at pick number four. Um, I also just literally said it again. Um, so they're trying to trade out a pick number four. <laughs> if I haven't made that clear yet, they're trying to trade out a pick number four or they're accepting offers for pick number four. Uh, honestly, it's going to, they're probably going to be pretty big offers. It's like probably a couple second round picks, future one and a sixth, kind of that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I think if I'm the Falcons, I'd stay with that pick and I get a good uh, edge rusher. I don't take Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is just just not it, you know. Not it for the Falcons. They got they got a good um, they got Hayden Hurst. They got a good tight end, you know. Um, I could definitely see the Bengals picking up somebody like uh, picking up some. Uh, oh my gosh, I cannot speak today. I could definitely see the Bengals picking him up, though. Um, the Bengals definitely need a tight end to have last year, as well as offensive line. So it's really Penny Sewell or, <laughs> or a tight end that you really don't need. Um, you're fine with who you got for right now. That's, that's that kind of thing. So, yes, that is that. Uh, what's next on our agenda? Yes, Tiger Woods. Um, it was, if you didn't know about what happened to Tiger Woods a couple weeks ago, probably now more like a couple months, um, he was involved in a very serious car accident that fatally injured him. Didn't kill him, um, but it fatally injured him. He is now in recovery. He's fine, of course. Um, the police originally determined that there was no narcotics, no alcohol. He was not under the influence of any sort of substance while he was driving. Today, it has come out that he was apparently going high speeds, upwards of 85 to 90 miles per hour in a 45 mile per hour zone. But the thing that gets me a little confused is that there were no eyewitnesses. So... 
how did they figure out he was going 90 miles an hour? I know they kind of mapped out. I saw a picture. They kind of mapped out. And this is like some big brain police stuff that we're, we're talking about here. Basically what happened was it was a highway, right? His car hit a tree. The tree forced him upwards. And the car did basically a barrel roll. Landed on a ditch on the other side of the highway. So the car basically went, went whoop, right over the other lane of the highway. Um, and it rolled down, down, down into the ditch. Um, so I guess you could have figured out the velocity from there. If, from If the car was going a certain speed and it hit the tree. Now that I'm talking it out, it makes a lot more sense. Um, but... That's some big brain stuff to be able to tell the speed of the car just by how how hard it hit the tree and how high and where it landed. That's kind of that's kind of big brain. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, wow! Congrats to the LAPD. I mean, I know they have certain people that come in and do that for them, but to just be able to figure something out like that—that that is impressive. Personally. I would have looked at it and be like, oh, <laughs> car crash. I wonder what caused it. You know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to figure out, oh, it was, well, if he hit the tree at 90 miles per hour, he would have ended up here. But if he hit the tree at 95 miles per hour, he would end up there. Yeah, I, my brain does not work like that. I'm sorry. I wouldn't be able to figure that out. Uh, next thing. Um, the... The Deshaun Watson situation is getting worse and worse day by day. 27 uh, accounts now of sexual sexual assault placed against him. Um, and today, Nike revoked their contract with Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, and they are pulling all of his products from their line. This is serious. I can't remember a time in my life where I have seen a sports company pull their deal with an athlete. I've seen athletes obviously pull out. Kobe Bryant, we saw him pull out of Nike, make his own brand, that kind of thing. I, I, I seriously have not, I haven't remembered a time in my life where Nike has ever deliberately pulled out of a deal with an athlete because there's something that happened with them. That's never been, that's never just crossed my mind. It's absurd to think about, um, but it's just so unfortunate what's happening right now for both sides. The Texans, I don't know what they're doing. They're under investigation, by the way. The whole Texans um, organization is being investigated to make sure that you know, the conspiracy theories aren't true that they have something to do with it. Because if they were putting all these, they were paying all these, imagine if the Texans were paying all these women to make false claims about Deshaun Watson, how much trouble they would be in. Oh my God. The world would go in, the, the football would just freak. The, uh, the Texans would probably, they would fire everybody and they would be forced to move. Um, there would no longer be a Houston Texans. So, yeah, this is obviously pretty serious. Um, 
we don't joke about this kind of stuff. I know we kind of like to joke around on this podcast, but this is not stuff we joke around about. Um, it's obviously pretty serious with this, what's happening. Um, and I just hope something gets resolved soon because Deshaun Watson is an amazing player. He's an amazing quarterback. I enjoy watching his gameplay, his highlights, all kinds of stuff. And he's got a great personality, you know. I hope for the best. I don't know which way it goes, but I just hope that it gets resolved soon because I want to see him play again, you know. It's just, you know, I know this stuff is serious, but I want to see I want to see an athlete play again, you know. Um by the way, <laughs> you know merch coming out soon. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. <laughs> I say you know so many times on this channel. It is insane. You know, I should have you know merch. You know, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> I said it again. I wasn't even trying to. I said it again. Um, anyway, we're now to the end of the episode. So here is today's second sports hypothetical. This one is kind of my fantasy guy and kind of me. I, uh, I kind of made part of this. If we were to take one NFL player... One NBA player. Well, we'll start with the NFL. If there was one player in the NFL that had to play all 22 positions, which team would do the best? A team of all Saquon Barkley's, a team of all, say, George Kittles, a team of all um, DK Metcalf's. You could do this with basketball, too. A team of all LeBron James's, a team of... Actually, basketball, it's kind of... Because... Actually, basketball, it's kind of stupid because really any player could play any position except for Mike Bogues. You know, he probably wouldn't be able to play center. Um, it'd be Lob City on a team of all Muggsy Bogues and Isaiah Thomas. That's all I can say. Whoever they're facing would have a field day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's just go with football. Um, so yeah, who would do the best? A team of... But you can pick any player. You can pick your favorite player. Um, team of all Tom Brady's. That'd be, that'd be kind of something interesting to watch. Personally, I think a team of all Calvin Johnsons would do the best. Hear me out. Calvin Johnson is huge. He can play offensive line. He's strong. He's got height. You know, he can definitely play offensive line. He can play tight end. He's definitely got the height there. Obviously, we know he can play wide receiver. <laughs> Um, running back might be a little bit of a big running back, but, uh, I think he would be able to do it. Quarterback might be a little bit iffy, you know? Um, I, I don't know, can't recall a time that they've run a trick play with Calvin Johnson throwing the ball. Um, might be throwing a lot of uh, slants. Uh, that's probably what I would think. Um, I mean, Calvin Johnson's not even a current player, so how can I be picking Calvin Johnson? You know what? Changing the rules. You can pick any player from the past in their prime. You know? You just get one great athlete. There you go. Um, Calvin Johnson would be a menace on the D-line. I don't think he would do very good, but I think he would be he would be disruptive. Linebacker, he would be insane. Um, of course, we've seen Calvin Johnson has played cornerback in free safety in his career, so I think he could do that. Uh, probably wouldn't be too good, but I think he'd be able to do it. 
Uh, same thing with strong safety. And kicker and punter. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? They might be going for two every play. That's <laughs> They might be going for two and, and uh, onside kicking. That's <laughs> probably what will happen. But anyway, that is going to end off today's episode. A um, little bit of a boring episode, I know, but... No, we like to have fun. I hope you guys enjoyed those sports hypotheticals. I definitely love finding them and coming up with them for, like, for you guys because they're pretty fun. It makes it makes you think, you know, especially that one, 22 positions, one player. Saquon Barkley would be pretty good too now that I'm thinking about it. But, you know, I think Calvin Johnson really wins. It's just my opinion. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to today's episode i don't know why i I, uh, can't speak i don't know why i emphasize so much so much um but yeah i just need to get out of here man oh my gosh i can't speak what is happening ah uh that's the end of today's episode i'll see you guys all tomorrow peace out